2: Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, it is Fuck It Friday. And, you know, usually on this day, I go through and run down all of the things that I want to say fuck it to. You know, because essentially this day for me had traditionally been about just blowing off steam and getting things out and just all of the anger and frustration. Today, however, I'm not feeling the blow off steam so much as we're going to refer to today as feel it Friday, because I have a lot of feelings um, that have been coming up for quite some time. And I want to share them with all of you. So first off, let's start with the political stuff. And then I'll go into my what is conjuring up these, these thoughts and these feelings that I'm having. But basically, so to provide a summary of the week, the Republicans have no idea what it is that they're doing right? They have no desire to actually lead this country. They have no desire to offer anything to the American people. You all know this. Mitt Romney has recently uh, announced that he is not going to seek reelection. And at the age of 76, that he feels like it is time for him to move on Um, and signaling uh, and stating that he believes the same should be true for both Joe Biden and Donald Trump, because they're not offering the American people, anything, particularly as it comes to climate change, which is an issue that has become significantly important uh, to the youth of this country, um, Gen Z and Alpha um, and others, right, that will come behind them because they're going to be the ones that deal with the fact that the older generations that are still in power, that refuse to give up power. Um, who are octogenarians um, are not going to do anything about climate change. They actually don't care. And while I disagree strongly with Mitt Romney when it comes to Joe Biden, um, because I think that Joe Biden, I have no idea why this man wanted to be president of this nation, to be honest. Um, he is a public servant to the core of his being. And to think that, from the age of twenty nine until now, um, as he is in i guess right, he is like seventy nine or eighty um, that he still has a desire to put america um first, and that's wild because I think that honestly Joe Biden is probably truly the last of the real statesmen, and it was funny because. Um, Joy Reid the other day was uh, showing clips uh, of Biden throughout the years as we're also I'm going to pivot for a moment to the impeachment inquiry Um, is that (laughs) Joe Biden has lived his life in public service in front of cameras since he came since he was sworn into the Senate. Joe Biden, up until he got a book deal because he was vice president to the nation's first black president, um, had, I think, a net worth, she said, of like $30,000. Now it's $15 million because he was able to sign really lucrative book deals, right? Joe Biden, unlike Donald Trump, never used his position to grift to enrich himself or his family. He literally did the job because. He cared about the people of Delaware, and he cared about this country. It's why Barack Obama chose him to be vice president of the United States, because he was one of the last great statesmen. And there was this uh, picture that she put up, and it was uh, of a younger Biden uh, sitting next to Ted Kennedy. Now, for those of you who, you know, may be too young to remember or you know, have forgotten, Ted Kennedy was referred to and given the name of Lion of the Senate. And I had, through the course of my career on Capitol Hill and in Washington, D.C., before his passing, had the incredible opportunity to listen to this man in real life, to shake his hand, to ask him questions. And... Ted Kennedy um, was an incredible statesman who, while had a really wealthy, privileged upbringing um, in his youth, right, uh, that, you know, was wayward, dedicated the rest of his life to democracy and doing right. And so when I saw this picture of the two of them side by side, I kind of got choked up Um, because those days are so far gone, you know, of looking at people who hold the importance and the responsibility that they've been given to do right by this country. And for all of the deep wounds and pain that we experience regularly racism sexism white supremacy capitalism right greed um what has always made america has been the will and the passion of a few, right? Um, Names that you know as household names and others you will never know, who dedicated their lives to working behind the scenes in order to try and perfect this union. And so when Mitt Romney comes out and says something so blatantly false about a man that has dedicated his life to public service and in his last years is not thinking about sitting up in his home in Delaware and being able to enjoy, frankly, the fruits of his labor. No, instead, he is using his last breaths and days and or years in trying to restore America to what it once was. And that I think is something that we just kind of gloss over because we've been so deeply scarred over the last several years in believing that those that are in these positions, whether they be at the state local or national level, whether they bear the title of Senator or representative um, or Supreme Court justice that they're just in it for the grift, that they're just in it for their own egos and self-interest. And the fact is, is that that didn't used to be the case, right? Like, it wasn't. You didn't enter into public service to get rich, right? Like, everybody fucking knows that. Trust me. If I knew, if I could, right? I don't have many regrets in my life and I'm gonna be really honest. I don't have many regrets in my life uh, up until this point, thank God, right? However, if I could do things a bit differently career-wise, I would tell you that I would have spent my formative professional years in corporate America making money, and my later years, right, turning to the public good. Because knowing just how your voice is elevated, progress can be accelerated, and you can get into rooms and spaces that you would never have been able to without that certain level of wealth, I absolutely would have made different choices, right? Um, And I have, no, I know many people who have spent the last 20 some odd years of their lives working in corporate settings, making as much money as possible, being financially stable in a way that has afforded them buying homes and all of these things. Um, And instead, for me, the goal had never been to be wealthy. I was just like, I'm working for the public good. You know, I am working on Capitol Hill. I'm working as a lobbyist for nonprofit organizations, not like fucking, you know, uh, BP oil. Right. Like I'm working in this as a teacher. I'm doing education policy. I'm not doing the sexy like you know grift of it all and so you can forget given where we have been over the last several years that that's not why people entered into public service it hasn't honestly been until Donald Trump right like sure you have those legacy candidates like the bushes right, who that's just your birthright because your daddy was president, you should be president too. Um, But all in all, it was people, largely men, right? All men. Yes, we have had women fight for the presidency, but none yet have won. Um, So you've had these men that came from legacy families And some using their privilege, their name and their wealth to advance equity, not going into the job as a CYA, as a cover your ass. And so when I think about, you know, my feelings around Mitt Romney's announcement are that Mitt Romney has been part of the problem for so long. The man is so fucking spineless. Right? Like, and the fact is, if you ever watch the documentary, which I highly encourage people to watch, the documentary Mitt on Mitt Romney and his failed bid at in twenty twelve for the presidency, um he didn't have what it takes to be president, nor did he actually really want to be. And when he had the opportunity time and time again to really like be a force and use his power. He was very milquetoast about it all. So for the, you know, the audacity of him to come out now and and put Joe Biden and Donald Trump in the same boat and say, oh, you're old and you should retire because you're not doing anything worthwhile. I'm like, have you been paying attention to what your party has been doing or no? And the reason that you're running, not running for reelection, I'm sure it's not just because, oh, you've decided that you're too old. It's the fact that you would no longer shared the same ideals and values of the Republican Party. And I would have thought more of his statement about his, you know, not seeking re-election if he were to tell the truth about why he's not seeking re-election. So Mitt Romney, missed me with it.
0: Happy Pride from Tomboy X
3: just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson, rated R, under 17, 90 Minute Without Parent, only in theaters May 17th.
1: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue's online university for working adults you know you're worth it we do too so don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu
2: as it pertains to this sham uh, impeachment trial not it's not even an impeachment trial because le- let me let me pause let me restate this the sham impeachment that is being led by Marjorie Taylor Greene and others um, is nothing more than a sham. And Kevin McCarthy did nothing more than uh, succumb to the whims of the people that are actually controlling the speakership. Matt Gaetz uh, recently this week did MSNBC um and join Ari Melber's show to essentially trash Kevin McCarthy and it's probably the most honest statement that he's ever said um where he was just like Kevin McCarthy has no power and he's not really the speaker and you know let me tell you all of the reasons why and so he can't even pull together a vote which is what normally would happen in these type of proceedings because it would fail so he's just directing his committees to go on a wild goose chase because guess what? There've been multiple investigations into the Bidens at the behest of Donald Trump when he was president of the United States. And guess what they came up with? Nothing. Right. So you want to talk about, you know, nonsense and watch the corporate media follow the same, you know, rabbit hole path that they did in 2016 and in 2020, you know, great. Kirsten Welker. Kristen Welker, uh, who is now the new host of Meet the Press, has decided that her first interview is going to be with the twice impeached sexual assaulter facing four indictment charge, four indictments and 91 charges that that's going to be her first interview to what? Give Donald Trump another legitimized space so that he can spread lies. Miss me with it. Right. It's a ratings grab. That's what you want. You don't care. Truly about democracy. And if you think that you're going to be the reporter of all reporters that's going to get Donald Trump to tell me the truth, move your ego aside and actually, you know, clear out your rose colored eyeglasses because that's never going to happen. So, folks, I, I come to the reason why today for me is not Fuck It Friday because I'm really starting, you know, down a path and a journey of. What is actually helpful in this moment, uh, in this time? You know, I started Woke AF uh, six years ago because of the rage and the anger I felt and the betrayal that I felt at the hands of white Americans that voted for Donald Trump in the first place. It was a huge, for me, Kick in the gut and like knife through the heart the morning of the realization around that election in 2016. And ever since then, I have been spending every day um, screaming into a microphone, trying to desperately wake people up to their power and their purpose and create a space for just shared rage and and grief. And what I realize is that like, while six years ago, that was incredibly needed. It was needed for me. I needed the release, frankly, uh, when I started the show because I needed to feel like I wasn't crazy and that I wasn't alone in my grief, um, at how this country just continues to just show itself, you know, um, and it's disappointing when you come from a place of wanting to be of service, of wanting to pick up, you know, the mantle, the baton and, you know, use your life as an opportunity to advance justice and equity. But I got to tell you that, like, I'm at a stage in my life um, where I am doing a deep reflection on what my purpose is, right? Um, because rage, raging at the machine day in and day out, can't be it. Because if if this is the end of the American project, right, as we know it, if we are just, you know finding ourselves kind of searching through the rubbles of what we thought this country was, Um, I don't want to be standing in the middle of the mess. Um, I don't want to just be putting a lens on what we already know is really horrific, right? And so I'm at a place Truly, where I'm trying to have deep reflection about what my offering is um, in this moment. And I know that the 2024 election cycle is going to be probably the most excruciating, devastating, uh, heartbreaking and violent times in modern history. Um, that we've ever seen. And I state that and I know that it's true and I'm scared, you know, frankly, and I'm not too, you know, like ashamed to say so. I'm scared. I'm scared for like, the other day there were, you know, sounds going off outside of my window and I was just like, it's not the 4th of July. It's past Labor Day. Like, what are these sounds? And, you know, of course it ended up being fireworks, but at for a moment, I'm just like, is this an attack? And if it is, where the fuck am I going? Right. And how quickly am I getting there? My family lives on an island, right? Like, and so are they coming in? Am I going like it? Just all of these thoughts started going through my head. And again, thinking about how these things can change in the blink of an eye. And none of us, no matter how educated we believe ourselves to be, are prepared emotionally, mentally, or physically for what I believe are extraordinary shifts that have been happening that are going to continue and accelerate over the next year. So again, I say to you that I have a lot of feelings uh, on this Friday, and a lot of deep reflection and work that I am doing internally to really understand what this next year, how I want to be of service, right, and what I intend to offer, you know, all of you, um all of you that are watching um this video and listening to the show and share it and repost um. But I will tell you that I'm currently reading because I am reading like 86 books right now. I'm a I'm a person that reads multiple books at one time Um, and I'm reading the book called The Four Pivots, Reimagining Justice, Reimagining Ourselves by Sean, a um, I believe it's Ginwright, uh, Dr. Ginwright. Um, And I got hip to him through Brene Brown's podcast that she ended called unlocking us. And cause I'm still going through episodes that I did not uh, listen to. Cause I started the podcast, uh, her podcast series after it ended. And there's so many great people um, who she interviewed on there, just people that I would have never like known. Um and I'm just started reading this book, and you know I encourage you all if you want to join me in reading it. Um, it's really incredible. Uh, I'm just uh, like 40 pages into this 230 page book, but it's really eye opening, and it is in fact serving as a mirror to where I find myself in this moment of rage. Can't be the answer because it's not. Um, It's not sustainable. And so the question then is, then what, right? Um, Then what and how and where uh, and with whom? So you'll hear me over the course of, you know, the weeks, the months, the year, sharing with you the reflections that I'm having and taking in because we're being challenged in so many ways. And what I know for my own mental health and emotional well-being is that the kind of anger, rage, and grief that we all share um, is not sustainable, right? And if rage and grief and anger alone were the emotions that were necessary for change, then we would have changed a long time ago. And so the question that I'm asking myself and I'm asking all of you to reflect on it is, if it's not that, then what is it, right? Um, Then where are we landing and how can we get there together?
0: happy pride from tomboy x we just dropped our pride 24 collection queer founded queer run and creating size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin visit tomboyx.com to shop me
3: focus features presents back to black
0: i want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles
3: experience the music and her story know this i ain't no spice girl Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without
1: parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
2: So that is it, my dear friends, for me on this Friday, this feel-it Friday as opposed to a fuck-it Friday. Tell me how you're feeling and reflecting on, you know, this conversation and if you find yourself in the same space where you're just, you've exhausted yourself and your level of rage and outrage and just ability to be moved in that kind of way and what you may be thinking about in terms of how you want to engage in this next cycle that we're going to be in and how you're feeling about this moment. So if you're watching this as one of my amazing Patreon supporters, do comment under the video. Uh, For everyone else, hit me up on social at D2Cents, D-E-E-T-W-O-C-E-N-T-S on threads and the artist formerly known as Twitter. And let me know what you're thinking. All right, folks, as always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay
0: woke as fuck. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.